Welcome into the Three Fever Point After podcast. I'm your host, Alex Anderson, joined as always by my co-host, the offensive coordinator of Natchitoches Central. It's Jeff Harper in the house. Uh, Coach, again, thanks as always for being here. A uh, busy Friday night coming up for you. Uh, let's start off by, by filling uh, our, our listeners in to uh, exactly what you got going on Friday night. Well, my daughter's the senior um, homecoming queen for Parkway High School, so uh, good old dad gets to uh, be a part of that, uh, you know, that game. Uh, they they acknowledge the uh, court at halftime, and so um, I, I'm going to get to walk her across the field. That was one of the things that when uh, the job opportunity came up to go with uh, Coach Curtis to Natchitoches Central, it was really a hang-up for me because a new senior night was going to be a big deal, and uh and then, of course, if she got on homecoming court. So I didn't, I didn't want to miss either one of those. And yeah. she's, she's really the one that signed off on, um, on me being able to, to coach. And so um, I, when, she, when she got it, it's exciting for her. And so Thursday night, I'll come back from walkthrough and, and get to see her in the parade. And then uh, Friday, um, be there for the first half of the Parkway game um, and, and then walk her across the field at halftime and then – as soon as that's over with, we're park. I mean, my wife's gonna have a spot for me right there next to the stadium. I'm, I'm literally jumping in the truck and driving up to Benton. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Reynolds has the uh, visitor parking area blocked off, or I have to run down the street or whatever. Um, but I, I, you know, I've, I've got to get up there for that. So, uh, and I know Jess is gonna be blowing up my phone, wanting to know, you know, how close I am in the, in the third quarter, but. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Plus, it's you know making memories with my daughter her senior oh, yeah. year, so uh, it's pretty cool. Well, I applaud you for that. I mean, that, and I, I applaud Coach Curtis as well. Everyone for making something like this happen. So cool. It's a the side of the game that we don't really get to see as often. You know, uh, we think of all you guys, you know, coaches, and that's the way we see you on air. But obviously, you know, fathers, family guys, and and a, and a big moment for your daughter. I, I will ask though, um, will the will you go full suit on the sidelines uh, at Benton, or will there be a wardrobe change as we head over there? I will be full suit at halftime, uh, and then there will be some, um, you know, changing of clothing uh, on the way to Benton. Um, there's no way I'm no way I'm stepping out of a vehicle in a suit at Benton and calling, you know, whatever's left in the game. I'm not right. I'm not wearing a suit. All right. Well. So I'm going to be at Parkway. I'm going to find you there. Uh, my girl Madeline's going to be at Benton, so she's going to find you there. So, so we'll, we'll find you. Don't worry. We want to get a quick camera shot. We have some other ideas that you heard us talking uh, off air about what we were planning on doing Friday night. So uh, that's a ton of fun. We really can't, can't wait to, uh, to showcase that. And I'm um, so excited for you and your family. It's going to be a fun night either way. Um, it's been fun for me this week because I actually got some picks right. Coach, I was 3-0. and <laughs> How about that? Congra congratulations, man. Welcome. Welcome to the uh, 2023 Pick'em season. <laughs> I'm so glad that you had a great week, and uh, you did pick really good, really good opponents. Yeah. You know the, the guys that you picked were great picks, and so uh, I'm glad you're on the scoreboard, funny. Huh, feels good. You know, I was really struggling. I had to, I had to get something out here. I had to at least show I know a little bit about what we're talking about each and every week. Um, just to roll through those picks, I've got them here on my other sheet. I picked um, Bird over Benton, Rustin over Neville, and um, Captain Shreve over Parkway. I, I was a little unfair on that Rustin Neville. I definitely picked first and, and, and got Rustin in there. So um, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean to uh, to get back in the in the uh, competition. And that's what we did. Um, just quickly running through those games. Um, good to see Bird get their first win of the year. Um, 
obviously not good that happened against Reynolds Moore and the, and the Benton Tigers, but uh, Birds seemed like they found something in that Shreve game and, and maybe put it all together uh, last week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they found the, uh, you know, the, the things that they need to do on both sides of the ball. I know uh, just visiting with uh, Coach Ballou uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, he, he, they were trying to find the right rotation there in the secondary and, and trying to get guys to do the right things on defense. I mean, every defensive coach, they, they feel that way going into games. And so if guys don't fit in certain spots, if guys don't wrap up in open field, you know, those those can be uh, really, uh, you know, bad lopsided games. And so uh, I know he was doing that. But finding the, finding the, the groove there with the, the quarterback change, uh, you know, Gallman going to, to DB, he's really helped on that side of the ball and, and providing some stability in the secondary. He's a great athlete. Uh, and then turn around, you got Harrison Ayers uh, and then, you know, Asher Murray out there uh, you know, rotating every two or three drives. Both of them played really well yeah. uh, in both through touchdown passes. And so that was pretty cool to watch. Now, I hated it happened at the expense of, uh, of my buddies over at Benton, but, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And uh, I know that it was a big, big night for the, for the Bird Yellow Jackets. Yeah, put uh, sixty uh, on the scoreboard was really, really impressive. Yeah, I love seeing those uh, bird touchdown passes every time. It's like seeing a unicorn fly by. It's so so rare when you when you get to catch a glimpse of that. So that's <laughs> that's a lot of fun there. Uh, we did talk a lot about Captain Shreve on Friday Football Fever. We had head coach Adam Kirby on. Um, they're red hot. Uh, one point of concern from them, Brody Savage kind of went down awkwardly on a play uh, coach actually I didn't know this at the time and, and he he didn't tell me when he was here he actually carried Brody off on his back he gave him a piggyback ride to the sidelines so that was interesting there hopefully he's okay haven't gotten any word there but Shreve is 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 looking like they're starting to put put it together as well uh, following that Calvary game uh, we'll talk about Shreve in just a minute because they are in our game of the week coming up um, Russin and Neville the highlight of that game to me was uh, the Bearcats down late Neville muffs a punt, and the long snapper gets all the way downfield to to recover that fumble and set up a game-winning touchdown for Rustin. I made that the number two play of the week. I mean, a long snapper, special teams play like that. I, I, coach Kirby said it that night. That's high school football right there. I'm sure as a coach, that's some stuff you love to hear about. Yeah, those are effort plays, and a lot of times effort plays the difference in winning and losing, especially in tight ball games like that. I mean, you know, this past weekend we sat in the coach office and we we're talking about you know every week it's it's four or five plays two or three plays that make the difference in games being close and games being competitive and then just people getting blown out and uh you know that's impressive for uh for the long snapper to go down and, and make the fumble recovery at the same time i'm sure uh the neville guys are probably mad that somebody didn't get their hands on the guy yeah. uh, and slow him down um because they snap and they go and you they everyone on that 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 return team has got a responsibility and so i'm sure that that was discussed uh, on the <laughs> sidelines and definitely in the meeting rooms and coaches office after the game but uh hey hats off to neville man i mean 14 10 against the, arguably the best team in 5a it's right. impressive yeah very very i mean what a great game uh, it's the kind of game you hope for when you pick game of the week um we really had two games of the week type quality games last week when uh with with calvary hosting westgate we talked a lot about that matchup last week going into it um the questions that maybe calvary didn't necessarily need to answer but were interesting to see if they would answer and um wow did they ever they go four quarters uh, something they don't do a lot and they haven't really had to do against the bigger schools they've played outside of wasman you go four quarters against westgate you'll no doubt you're one of the best teams in the state i mean what more what more outside of now trying to win a state championship does this team need to do i mean they look really really special uh, they just got to stay hungry i mean now they're entering their district 
district their district schedule and uh, I mean they front loaded their schedule I mean they, right. they're not ducking anybody you know uh, multiple 5A teams and then you're dealing with uh, uh, you know Westgate and then Wasman who's really good on defense and I really think that that Wasman game helped them a lot for Westgate not so yeah. much that they were dealing specifically with uh, athletes and all that they saw those every week it's the fact that they had to play deep into the ball game there against Wasman and that prepared them for what they were going to face when they play Westgate for them to beat Westgate and beat them the way they did. That's very impressive. And so, to me, uh, they stand alone uh, there in in two A. And and you know, I think they can beat anybody. Proven they can beat anybody in the state, any classification. So, Calvary doesn't have anything to prove. They just need to stay focused and stay healthy. And um, you know, don't don't become complacent because maybe you get into a you know some of your schedule that may not be as difficult as the beginning of your year and i know that coach q and i have his, his guys ready every week regardless of who's on the schedule who they're playing yeah uh um and you know I, you mentioned wasman i agree with that totally uh it was a good opportunity for them to have a game that they hadn't or some moments in games that they hadn't had yet this year where things weren't going their way uh, for a good portion of that game whether it be fumbles uh, turnovers anything like that they had some issues against that wasman defense and they you know their their defense hung tough and yeah i, I agree i think it really uh, better prepared them for that westgate matchup and they looked really good i mean it was defense again to julius moss he had two rushing touchdowns a pick six i, I mean Wow, you talk about all the stars on your team, then having a guy like that step up too. Just really, uh, really exciting. Uh, exciting time to be a Calvary Cavalier, that's for sure. Um, this week, man, uh, you know, Captain Shreve Airline, uh, you just saw Airline last week down in Natchitoches. Um, man, this one could be a lot of fun. Uh, Shreve, like I said, mentioned just a minute ago, they're, they're figuring something out here. Yeah, they are. Uh, it, here's the thing with, with Airline. I mean, Airline is, is, is great at what they do. I, I walked you through all of that last week when we were describing, um, you know, what makes makes Ben Taylor so good and that offense and, and Coach Goggin and his staff do an excellent job at getting guys coached up. Really liked the game plan that Coach Goggin had against us, and he shows some things he hasn't shown before. Um, and, you know, you could go back and look at years of film and some of that stuff you're not going to see. And uh, you kind of know it's coming because if you have an answer for some things, that you've got to come up with a different way. Um, to to run the same things and so he he did that and it was excellent and he's he's really good play caller his kids play hard um, here's the thing with Shreve they're big they're fast they're physical um, can they can they keep uh, airline from scoring every single time they have the ball right uh, you know we found some momentum in the third quarter and fourth quarter and, and created some stops and and did some good things uh, you know uh, but at the end of the day you can't spot them any points you can't and you can't give them a lead. Um, and, and then you, if you have that lead, you can't let off the gas because they can, they could score in a hurry. And, uh, and then they, they're really good on special teams. They find ways to, to, uh, steal possession. So, you know, I think the, the, the key comes down to can, can Shreve stop the things that airline does very well, the identity plays, um, and then can Shreve Im, impose their, their will on them in the box. Can they run the ball on them? Cause if they can, and they can keep airline over there on the sidelines a little bit. And, um, and, and, and move the ball and flip the field and do some of those things, they, they can make that thing very competitive and, and, and even, even compete to win it uh, because they've got the talent. They, they, they really do. But airlines, as hot as I've seen them. Yeah. Uh, and, man, when I tell you they go out there, it doesn't matter what you work all week, they execute it, I mean, perfectly. And so, um, you know, that, that's going to be a great game. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it because we play Shreve the right. following week. So. Um, you know, all eyes on that game uh, this this Friday uh, for for more than just you know 
uh, the local teams. I mean, it, it, everybody's kind of watching that, seeing, all right, uh, this could be a preview of the district championship. Yeah, I, I agree totally. That was it was an easy one for game of the week for us. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, watching airline, uh, you've obviously gotten to see a lot more than 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 we have just from the highlights. But yeah, I mean. It, it, Kind of echoing what you said, it didn't. Any game we've seen, it really almost seemed to not matter sometimes what the defense was doing. I mean, if Ben's mm-hmm. hitting those passes, you know, those those deep shots, he's putting them in the perfect spot. It, it's hard to stop. Um, Shreve, from what I've seen, their defense is tough. Um, they can run the ball, and that that could be a key um, against an offense like Airline. Slow it down, get them out of rhythm. Um, I love Jamarlin Otis. Uh, we got to obviously check on Brody Savage. Hopefully he's okay because he has added a huge spark uh, to that to that Captain Shreve offense. But look, you know, Coach Kirby was in here last week. I mean, obviously you're coming in right after a win. He's feeling pretty good, but he seems just a lot more um, I don't I, confident, of course, but uh, maybe a little more calm uh, than perhaps they were at the beginning of the year. And I think that goes for the whole team in general because you know being on the sidelines, shooting their games. There just seems to be a little calm over that sideline that maybe we haven't seen there in a while. Uh, I think this team's starting to believe in, in the coaching and, and, and what they've got going on, and we're starting to see it out there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward big time to this game. I think we're going to have a really good game of the week. Um, should be a lot of fun, and uh, it's good to kind of get back to that, you know, right here in the city, Shreveport-Bossier uh, uh, matchup there for game of the week. We're excited for that. Um, I, I guess, really, I know you've got some um, cheddar biscuits waiting on you, so we're not going to keep you for too long tonight. I mean, that's a reason to, to stop anything for me. Um, <laughs> we've got another game that I think is going to be interesting. You know, our weather guy, Patrick Dennis, he's been, he helped us out last week at that Calvary game. Hopefully he's not in here. I'm going to try to strong arm him into helping us out again. This week we're going to call it the Patrick Dennis game of the week. Northwood and Evangel. Good test for the, uh, for the Eagles here. They, uh, they ran away from Woodlawn at the end last week, but they didn't necessarily look good at the beginning. I think they fumbled two out of the first three uh, snaps of that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not surprised by how uh, competitive the game was. Uh, Woodlawn's good, and I told you after we played yeah. in week one. I mean, Coach Harris has got those kids playing, believing, and they're doing they're doing great things there. Um, in in uh, they're very athletic, very athletic. Uh, so they they can they can turn it on and off when it comes to um, you know slinging it all over the yard, running it all over you, you know, c- coming downhill on defense. Not surprised by that. Um, Northwood is doing some good things too. Got to see some film um, of them, uh, you know, this, you know, today just you know, going through, getting ready for Benton, and uh, and they played each other, and and they've got some, they've got some kids that can play, and uh, they definitely are, are fun to watch on defense. I mean, they get after you on defense, and so uh, one thing Coach Brown does is he schemes teams up very, very well, um, and you know, you got Coach Doran on the other side of the ball, who's an yep. offensive. Genius, and so that's that's going to be a really cool matchup. And here's the deal: can Northwood score on Evangel's defense? Right. If Northwood can score the ball and, and do some of the things they've been doing the last couple of weeks, uh, that will be a very very competitive ball game. If they can't, and Evangel, you know, Evangel gets to you know do what they do, throwing the ball a little bit, um, and, and there's no pressure from Northwood, that that thing could get away from them quickly. But I, I don't believe it's going to be that way at all. I think that that North was really good on defense, and and uh, they they can they can they can really bring pressure and dial things up and confuse your QB, and they can put their hands on receivers. And whether or not they can stop Fulgham Brothers, I don't know, but yeah. uh, you know that that definitely is going to be, be an interesting interesting ball game. 
Such a different dynamic when you talk about the quarterbacks for either team. I mean, you have Peyton Fulgham, who's been playing for feels like forever. All the experience in the world is a senior. Then you have Hudson Heron on the Northwood side, senior, but hasn't really seen a lot of that game experience. I think we're starting to see Heron get a lot more comfortable there, and he's had a couple of really strong performances here in the past couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. Gabe Relaford, obviously, you got to mention him when you're talking to Vangel on the defensive side. He is a beast. They're handing the ball at the goal line. Uh, he, he's a problem for any team. Um, Patrick Dennis, game of the week. That's what we're calling it. Northwood and Evangel should be a lot of fun. Okay, we're going to let you get to the Cheddar Biscuits in just a minute. I did want to ask one last thing since we are a high school football podcast in Louisiana. we got to talk about uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It is the day of the vote down in the LHSAA. The, the select um, definition that we saw last year, challenged by a lawsuit, voted on today, 68% voted to keep it as is, as it was last year. Um, it's just, sure. I, I, you know, some you're a lot more involved in this process than someone like me is. I feel like it's such a talking point all year, but then when it comes down to the vote, it always seems to be overwhelmingly overwhelmingly this way. Uh, I don't, I don't want to ask you your stance on it or whatever, but just uh, your opinions on, on how this goes down. It seems like every time we argue, we get together, we vote, and it's always the same result. Well, I, you look, I'm, I'm not an AD, and um, uh, I, I don't really have much an opinion on how it goes. But I know that some of the things that happened uh, with the change last year, was there, there were some things that could have been done differently right. and should have been done differently involving, you know, um, uh, principles and that kind of stuff. And so I think they've, they, they've got everybody back to the table, and, and I think that they're doing it, um, you know, with the vote today was right. Here's the thing. I'm I'm all for um, the, the current format. Now I, I didn't really like uh, you know being a former 2A head coach. I didn't really like 3A and 2A being grouped together, and some 4As having to play up and so on and yep. so forth. They're going to have to work all that out. But I, I do believe that there should be a separation between select and non-select, and I do believe that um, you know that's the sticking point. You know, uh, Northwood had a great argument about yeah. it. You know, they had one one or two kids for a specific program in their school and those kids aren't even athletes um and then you know huntington had some some of the same issues and um you know open enrollment parishes all that kind of stuff at the end of the day you, you can go back to the drawing board and some of that stuff you can fix uh, you can change some of those policies but um you know you you want to give kids the opportunity to compete and, and you definitely want to have um you know the the, the format now I, I mean i look I, I don't know how i don't know how, I, how many teams need to be in all that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. not going to get in all that. Right. right? I, I just think that they got it right on the vote. And now it's a matter of what's the playoff format going to look like. And they're saying that it's going to be, uh, you know, similar to what it was last year and all this and all that. We'll find out as we get closer to time. Yeah. But um, I, I think that they needed to get this thing settled. And, and I'm glad that they got it done sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, it's all you can do, right? You, you put it up for a vote. I mean, that's how it works. And, and the majority votes one way, and, and that's that's just the way it is. 68% is not, you know, that's pretty overwhelming, uh, obviously, yeah. you know, what is wanted. I do agree with you, though. I think there's got to be some... There's got to be some discussions on an individual basis. When you look at schools like Northwood and Huntington, they have no business playing in those brackets that they're in. Um, they're not in that same category that you would put uh, other schools in those brackets in, at least I don't think. And, and in Northwood, like you said, I really thought they had a compelling argument. When you look at the way their season went last year in the regular season, they, they're pretty much even with North DeSoto. It's a one-point game. They go to Stonewall and win. 
they separate in brackets. Yeah. North DeSoto goes to the state championship game. They're out in the second round. So it, it, it is such a complicated thing. Uh, and it's, it's, there's no perfect answer to it. But, but, I, but I do think no. that there's got to be some, some, some leeway, some sort of case-by-case -case basis that we can figure this out for these schools and uh, whatever. Because you just hate to see kids play a full year and then feel like they don't have a chance. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't play football. I played hockey. It was much different different you know vibe or whatever yeah. if you will but i just can't assume that's a uh, that's a good feeling there when you when you feel you know let down i, I guess you would say um, and i know some northwood uh, people did express that to us uh, going into last year but look we could talk about this all day um I, we'll talk a little bit more about it last week we'll try to have a guest in here to kind of break it all down a little more um but coach those cheddar biscuits are they ready for you I'm, I'm staring at them right now. All right. Not, it's not, not, not too often. I, I'm coming home, grilled chicken, baked potatoes, cheddar biscuits. You know, I'm excited about jumping off this podcast and getting to work. <laughs> well, let's let you get to it. Coach Harper, best of luck in your uh, journeys this Friday. We'll follow you. We'll try to catch up with you. I'm sure it's going to be a good weekend. And thanks as always for being here, man. Appreciate you, brother. All right, guys, it's going to do it for us. Another episode of the Three Fever Point After podcast is in the books. We'll see you right here next week.